Support for NPR comes from Carvana, presenting this message. Shop for affordable vehicles the convenient way, all online with Carvana. Carvana has thousands of quality cars for under $20,000. Visit Carvana.com to shop for cars the convenient way. Live from NPR News, I'm Giles Snyder. An investigation is underway in Portland, Oregon, after an Alaska Airlines plane lost a piece of its fuselage minutes after takeoff. Steve Futterman reports a flight was headed to Southern California when a window on part of the fuselage next to an exit row blew off just minutes after takeoff. The pilot immediately declared an emergency, lowered the plane to 10,000 feet, and returned to the Portland airport. According to Alaska Airlines, there were more than 170 passengers on board, along with a crew of six. Social media posts show the plane on the ground after the incident. Passengers at that point appear to be calm. One passenger can be heard saying, I thought we were doomed. The National Transportation Safety Board will conduct an investigation. Alaska Airlines has issued a statement saying it's working with federal investigators and Boeing to find out why the blowout happened and that it's temporarily grounding its fleet of 65 Boeing MAX 9 aircraft. Millions across the northeast U.S. are preparing for a storm that's expected to bring a wintry mix of snow, freezing rain, and ice this weekend. Here's NPR's Dave Mistich. A snowfall drought has been setting records across the eastern U.S., with cities like Baltimore, Philadelphia, and New York City reporting more than 600 consecutive days with less than an inch of snow. That's expected to end this weekend. Governor Ned Lamont of Connecticut is asking residents to stay home. This storm has been a long time coming. Brenda said it's been over two years that we've had a storm of this magnitude, 6 to 12 inches. Winter weather advisories, warnings, and watches are in effect from northern Georgia all the way to Maine. The heaviest snowfall is expected to hit the Poconos Mountains in Pennsylvania, parts of the Hudson Valley, and New England. The National Weather Service says accumulations could exceed one foot in areas of higher elevation, and a quarter inch of ice is forecast for parts of Virginia, West Virginia, and the Carolinas. Dave Mistich, NPR News. The day before today's anniversary of the January 6th attack, the U.S. Supreme Court agreed to hear a dispute about whether former President Donald Trump can be disqualified from the ballot. NPR's Kerry Johnson reports a move puts the justices at the center of the 2024 presidential campaign. The justices are moving quickly. They scheduled argument in the case for February 8th. The court will consider whether part of the 14th Amendment passed after the Civil War to disqualify Confederates from holding office in the federal government should apply to Donald Trump. Trump argues the language does not cover presidents and that he did not engage in an insurrection on January 6, 2021. But the Colorado Supreme Court and a state official in Maine have already moved to yank Trump from their primary ballots. It will be up to the U.S. Supreme Court to make the final call and a ruling that could apply nationwide. The Super Tuesday primaries kick off in early March. Kerry Johnson, NPR News, Washington. And you're listening to NPR News. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is in Turkey, arriving there yesterday for a week-long Middle East tour aimed at keeping the war in Gaza from spreading into a broader regional war. The trip is his fourth to the region over the past three months. Azerbaijan has picked a former oil executive to lead the UN's annual climate talks later this year. NPR's Julia Simon reports on the controversial choice. Mukhtar Babayev is the Minister of Ecology and Natural Resources for Azerbaijan 
1991, an oil and gas-rich former Soviet republic. But for more than two decades, he was an executive at the state national oil company. His appointment as president-in-waiting of the U.N. climate talks is drawing questions about the role of the fossil fuel industry at the meeting. And it's already drawing parallels to the last president of the U.N. climate talks in Dubai, Sultan Ahmed al-Jaber. Al-Jaber was also an oil executive, the CEO of the United Arab Emirates National Oil Company. During Al-Jaber's presidency, there were a record number of fossil fuel lobbyists at the talks, and the oil cartel OPEC had a pavilion. This year's talks will focus on finding money to help curb climate change and adapt to its impacts. Julia Simon, NPR News. To Michigan now, where Republicans are scheduled to meet today with the leadership of the state party in play. Many of the state GOP leaders are calling for the resignation of Chair Christina Caramo. Caramo has been state party chair for less than a year, but her leadership has been marked by debt and infighting. Caramo says she will not recognize any vote if she's removed, claiming the meeting has been illegally organized. I'm Giles Snyder, NPR. 